Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. What are we talking about today, Pat? Okay, well, originally I was, like, going to talk about one thing that I do plan on getting to, but since, like, two massive pieces of news came out, Fair. it kind of trumped the thing I was going to talk about. Hey, we don't I use like that word be... on our podcast. That's the rule. I Oh, I know. That's the thing I... The, the, the actual post that I had posted after uh, net, net neutrality got repealed was uh, every fucking day since Trump has been in office, <laughs> I've hated living in America a little bit more. Yeah. Every day. It's literally, it's like that line in Office Space when he's like, every day when you meet me, it's the worst day of my life. Because every day I wake up and that's the worst day of my life. Well, and the guy's like, what about today? Is today the worst day of your life? He's like, yeah. And he's just like, I don't know up. if you realized, which I'm sure is the second part of the news you're getting to, Disney purchases Fox that's Studios. That's the second part! No, it is super important to talk about them at the same time because that is the worst, that is almost worse than net neutrality being... Uh, no, it's not worse. <laughs> in tandem, it is. So, like, F ne- so net neutrality sucks. D- Disney buys Fox, in theory. Woo! It happening immediately after net neutrality getting repealed is super fucked for, like... So, for example, the biggest one of it all is that the what Fox owns slash has stake in, uh, such as, like, Hulu, and uh, they become a small pull-down. I have a whole article that I'll bring up. So let's start with net neutrality. I'm going to save this article because this is a big fucking deal. Um, yay, net neutrality got repealed. And if you want to listen to this in like six months, you'll just have to pay extra because you'll fucking, or do it through your cell phone, in which case Verizon might be like, nope, no podcasts on our network. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, unless you pay 10 bucks, which thank you for paying those $10 <laughs> to, you know, yeah. listen to our podcast. But the point remains, it's... I mean, technically, it's still not, it's not dead yet, I mean, it's just still... one step closer. They just twisted exactly. the knife. They already shoved the yeah. knife in. Now they're rotating it, and we've got, yeah. like, five seconds before they bleed out. Yeah, so I have to, I'm actually going to probably call tomorrow or maybe later today before I go to the movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm definitely going to call. Cause I already emailed and uh, faxed my senators and my representative Holy in the house. Holy shit, you faxed someone, Patrick? I didn't, but if you... Okay, have you used the thing, the the app? Oh, no? the automated, like, bot thing that's just spams yeah, them Yeah, the resist with... bot. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, if you if you text... And actually, the listeners listen to this and do this. If you text 50409 with the word resist, it'll basically give you everything you need to contact your officials without having to do much else. Basically, like, all you have to do is basically give them your information... Tell them what you want to say, and then they'll send it to the right people. And it happened. I did. Uh, I think they were like the options they give you are House, Senate, uh, President, Governor. I'm like, well, my president, I know doesn't give a fuck, so that's kind of pointless. <laughs> like, I mean, it would um, just be funny to just annoy him, but still. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I sent it to both senators and um, um, my representative in the House, and I plan on getting a hold of them again tomorrow or later today. And be like, okay, yeah, now this is actually happening, and this can't happen. So, so if you, you, literally, what they've done is literally like, because everybody has spoken out against it. There's nobody yes. that has been for this. So, before and we get too much deeper into it, do you want to lay out what net neutrality is quick, or do you want I, me, go ahead, myself, go ahead. whatever the go fuck? Ahead. I'm yes, not good go with ahead. grammar. I'm, I failed English a lot. Um, go ahead. <laughs> so, what it is is net neutrality was passed in 2015, and it basically made it so that the entire internet could not be 
prioritized in any way, shape, or form by any of the major internet or cellular... Well, they're an internet provider as well, whether it's cellular or home. Um, and it keeps basically competition alive because what will what in theory could happen the big the big scary thing like i was saying joked about earlier about you paying for this uh there's two big ones one internet providers can now charge per service you know you can use their internet to browse websites and that's x amount of dollars if you want the option to stream stuff that's x amount of dollars they can put any data caps they want on it which if you don't know what those are you're fucked um they can charge you, uh, you know, playing video games. That's an extra charge. And then the speeds, right now there's basically like three tiers. Basic, a really good one, and then fucking gigabit internet, which is absurd, but it costs a lot. Without net neutrality, they can go way more specific than that and get very convoluted in downloads, uploads, and the cost. Uh, the other big thing they can do besides paying per service is they can start limiting the bandwidth for stuff they don't like. So the big one that the FCC kept trying to tout as like, this is a good thing, was it would help Comcast block the Pirate Bay. Because, I mean, torrenting is a big fucking deal, no matter which way you look at it. Like, it is a big deal in a free market where you're just stealing stuff. But we, me and Patrick don't look at it quite that way. Um, but that's like their poster child. What more could happen, which we're going to talk about later with Disney and whatnot like that, is like, for example, Comcast has the Xfinity streaming service. It's actually a really good service, covers a ton of stuff. Uh, if they want to, they can say, hey, on our internet, no Netflix. Fuck you. Use Xfinity or nothing. Not limit it to 480p, which they can also do if they want to. They can straight deny it from their service. And that is fucked you're paying them for the internet as a whole that's like your that's that is as if your electric provider said no running microwaves with our electrical power it is the exact same thing some analogies don't make sense that is a service it's a basic utility and as much as some people may fight it it is a right at this point like without internet a lot of people can't do i mean job interviews you don't do them or i mean uh, applications you don't do them in person anymore at all you do them over the internet Every customer service thing ever, what's faster? Chat, email, or phone call? It's the chat most times email second. Like, internet is at a point where it's so integral in our lives that if this kind of shit, and I brought up a bunch of, I'm gonna let you talk for a minute. I brought a bunch of examples of what happened before net neutrality went active uh, that we'll talk about later, and then we'll talk about Disney, and there's lots of cool stuff. And then we'll get excited at the end. It will be good. But for now, kind of a major boner jam. What's the thing? Is it's like it's like the thing that I had seen actually one of my friends on Twitter post earlier, where it's like it's it literally the the Obama administration like is basically having literally everything that happened to them that was positive, like Trump's administration is like no fuck you even if it helps them it's no fuck you like Trump's beloved Twitter is gonna be fucked by this it like, could be and like, that would be how glorious whatever the internet <laughs> provider is for the White House I'm sure it's something federal that you can't touch if they were just like. Yeah, you're out of control. No more Twitter. But it's a freezer. Nope. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. How, what are you gonna do? You gonna pass some sort of law that should have never been repealed? Oh, I'm sorry. Please don't do that, Mr. President. Then fuck your butt. But yeah, like they say, like I feel like the next thing they're gonna do is exhume Osama bin Laden and bring him back to life <laughs> just because. And then one more fucking thing. Well, why not? Right. While we're at it, um, they should make him Doomsday from the end of Batman vs Superman. <laughs> that does feel like a very real possibility i mean so there's that there's the healthcare they tried to do and failed miserably there's the uh transgendered stuff in the military he tried to block and that also failed thank god um i work in a, a federal environment where i 
uh, work alongside the Navy. The amount of people that bitch about the fact that submarines now have to have bathrooms for women is disgusting. Oh, and spoiler alert, this is not some fucking anecdotal bullshit evidence. Every single person that has complained is above the age of 60, has no hair on the top of their fucking bald-ass dumb head, and they're white. Every single one of them. It's disgusting. But uh, not the point, not the point, not the point. (laughs) Uh... Uh, yeah, so the transit that thing, um, repealing net neutrality was a really big deal that he wanted to get done. Uh, the new tax stuff that's going through is a really big deal. It's just like, hey, roll it all back. Let's roll it all back to one of the worst times post 9-11. Yeah. Well, not immediately, like four years after that when everything just took a dive bomb and see, yeah. and see what happens. And if that's the case, sure, at least it'll leave you with a big old black mark on your presidency. I guess that's a plus in the grand scheme of things, but you'll still get all the benefits, so I guess it doesn't help, but not you, Patrick. That's the thing You're that really president. pisses me off about, like, it's this, the, the, the cycle that's really driving me fucking insane is that, like, okay, say what you want about Clinton, like... Sketchy dude, but he's great. But, yeah, but he did leave, like, we, we had the biggest surplus ever after Clinton. Yeah. Uh, and then we immediately had the biggest deficit, because Bush just ran everything in the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. And then Obama spent eight fucking years. Now, granted, I have I do have issues. Like, I think I do think it's funny is everyone just like treating like Obama like he was this fucking Christ-like figure. I'm like, no, no. Obama had many, many. Like he was he was kind of a bitch in terms of like he was much more willing to compromise than people that treat him like a god. A little bit too be. much willing to compromise in your eyes. Exactly. Okay. Because um, it was very yeah. It was like it's like the whole idea that he's like he's progressive, but he's not that progressive. Yeah. So I'm just like. Let's not let's let's not like something like anoint him for sainthood. Yeah. But like he spent like eight years digging us out of that fucking hole, mm-hmm. and the first thing we do is get Republicans to put us back in it. I'm just like I don't understand. Like, but why but is this the thing that people want? Roy Moore was not elected to the Senate. That's the one positive thing, though. Like, <laughs> you gotta look for the light, man. You gotta search for the light in the darkness. Uh, it's just so. I watched, I, so remember that at the end of uh, one of these episodes, I was talking about uh, the radio show host I listened to on the way home. Well, I, I saved his, cha- his. it's like 94.9. I was like, you know what, I'm going to listen and see what this guy has to say. Because uh, you do have to hear all sides. If you only stick to your own, that's just as disturbing, regardless of which side it is. Uh, agree with me or, or not, I still want to know. So, listen to it on the way home. Uh, every day it's mostly ads which is kind of a major bummer like it's literally five minutes of talking and 25 minutes of ads and then by the time i get home i didn't hear anything but um he was going on and on today about this incredibly disgusting police brutality thing that happened in mesa arizona cop in a apartment corridor like like apartment uh uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, where yes. where all their rooms are. So the guy's there. I don't, don't know why he was arresting him. So, you know, the story has holes, but not the point. All he played over the radio was the voice. There's the cam as well. You can watch the video. He's yelling at this guy, telling him to stay still. The guy's hands, it sounds like, are above his head. And uh, he's screaming. The guy tries to ask him. He starts, he's, he's getting belligerent, like the cop, freaking out. Uh, and the guy, he's like, get, or, 
what does he say? Crawl towards me, which is fucked up. You're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to lay down and you're supposed to handcuff them. They talked about all this. I'm not going to give you every point. Anyways, he starts yelling crawl towards me, like screaming it. I hear this dude is just yelling. Uh, and the kid's crying and he says, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. I'm not ready to die. And the guy's like, well, then it, or listen to my fucking commands. And the kid's crying. Uh, and apparently in the video, the kid reached back because his pants came down as he's trying to like scooch because his hands are above his head yeah. so he's trying to scooch so hands come down not half a second and a uh, full auto m uh, m16 i think it was or an m4 goes off puts eight rounds in the kid and he's dead instantly uh and his widow and two kids are suing obviously uh the guy went to trial and got away with nothing not a fine didn't kept his job everything so it's this big deal so they're going on and i'm on this guy's side this person who is a super heavy Republican uh, uh, radio guy going on and on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this was why I kept this around, I guess. Like, sure, he may be a douche 90% of the time, but this was worth hearing and like paying attention to and maybe following. Two seconds later, and of course, if this was a black guy that had been shot, the nation would be up in arms. I'm like, dude, did you have to seriously fucking say that? Like, drop your shit. There's no point in saying that. You didn't accomplish anything by saying that. You didn't prove anything by saying that. All you did is prove that you're an asshole. And then he goes on about how if all lives mattered, people would be paying attention to this. And I got upset. I don't know why I started telling that story. I got distracted. Because the country is in shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. See, part of me saying that, it makes me feel like an old person already. Because when you're a kid, the country isn't shit. Like, when we were growing up, no, for example. That's, no, that's bullshit. From the second that I was, like, cognizant... I was like, uh, great that I grew up during the original Bush into Clinton. So, like, I was cognizant. As soon as I was cognizant, I knew the country was shit, which is why I got well, the Well, okay, off. so I grew up uh, in a small town, albeit maybe so a little too small. No, let me finish my story. In a small town, maybe a little bit too small, where it was just, you know, a bunch of white working class people who liked their own breed of white working class people so i didn't have to hear about anything i didn't deal with the city all i knew was that new york city was for dirty people and i got to go outside and play that was basically all i knew so growing up while the world was not necessarily great i think i was like nine when 10 when 9 11 happened so post 9 11 all i knew was like life was great all the way through high school when i i couldn't vote for obama but even all of my high school career when the we were in a very huge recession where money was tight, and uh, I remember I used to spend almost a hundred bucks in gas for my truck when gas was four fifteen a gallon. I think it was back home uh, to drive home, and thinking that was normal, like happy stuff. When it very clearly wasn't. Like you look back on it and you look at all of the like data about what happens there, and it wasn't. But I grew up as it is. This is growing up. Okay, like this is what growing. You know, this is what happens in the world around me. So the minute I start calling stuff shit, I feel like no, go back to. You still get to, you know, you still have your home and your electricity and food's still affordable. You have a job. Get, for how you can. Long? No, no, I, I, you're right. But I'm not a paranoid person by nature, so it's hard for me to get on that. It's not even paranoia at this point. Like, literally, every fucking day, something happens that is worse than the day before it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, but Roy Moore wasn't elected. So, the light. The light. Actually, that was a. There's a, a lot of stuff going on about how big a deal that could be. 
uh, for the Senate next year, and I doubt it. Oh no, that's like, it'll mean anything. I don't know if it's legit or not, but I did read today that like uh, Paul Ryan announced his retirement in 2018, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, no shit, because you're not gonna fucking be there. Like, is they're gonna fucking slash and burn mm-hmm. everyone that's there? Uh-huh. My hope is that in the in the interim, uh, before that happens, that fucking Donald Trump finally gets fucking impeached in that time. Because honestly, it's starting. They're trying, but I don't think it's. If gonna I happen. have Mike fucking Pence and a Democratic fucking Senate uh-huh. and preferably House. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I can live with that. Like, I'm not stoked about it, but I can live with that. Like, I don't see anything th- that bad happening in that situation. Because it's, that's very much like almost the Cold War, where it's basically you have, like, the one side over here and the one side over here, and you're both terrified of what's going to happen if you fuck with the other. So, like, I'm almost looking forward to that, just because I'm just like, I can't take this anymore. That's my whole thing. It's like... And actually, we can actually transition to the Fox thing after this because my whole thing was when I called um, the FCC and my representatives, the exact thing that I said, and also in the emails and faxes and all that shit, was corporations already have enough control over this com- country and my life just by itself. That, like, the fact that we continue to give them more. Mm-hmm is genuinely baffling they're not the government and the government's the scary guy that republicans tout well that's it's just replacing one big head with another well i'm saying the but yes but the corporations are basically at this point they basically own the government well at least they're leasing yeah the option to buy but that's that's what i'm saying is it's like it's so it's kind of like when when food fads happen and you're taught to not eat another thing because you're scared of it like the the in my opinion obviously this is all opinionated the scare tactic is big governance big government's bad terrifying you know who oh no they're gonna control this that and the everything and and everyone's so terrified of it that they don't mind taking from the government such as net neutrality and giving it to big business when in reality big business and manufacturing has been running us for i'd say close to 20 years has been the really really aggressive stuff the 80s was the boom but it really started to hit our government and lobbying and shit like that hard in the 90s so Eventually that'll turn, and it's just a fucking roller coaster. It goes up and down, just like everything else. But it sucks. Well, that's like the thing that I had. Uh, I keep seeing today with people with like pictures of guillotines and shit. I'm just like, honestly, if the revolution finally fucking happens, I'm stoked. Like, I don't even fucking care at this point. Like, because this is getting fucking old fast. Like, yeah, I everything that I thought was impossible keeps happening, and it's just like I, I, I honestly, I don't know how much more I can take. Um, so here, I'm going to go through, so we're going to talk specifically net neutrality. Sorry for the bummer of an episode, but this is super important. Uh, I've got, what, you know, 10, uh, things here I'll show you. Big thing to take away from this is cell phone companies are fucked, and the guy who repealed net neutrality, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know, I don't care enough to ever learn it, uh, worked for Verizon. So, uh, AT&T is also a big one, which we'll get to in a minute. So, in 05... You remember Vonage when that came out? Commercials everywhere, makes up phone calls over the internet. Don't pay for that extra landline. Uh, North Carolina ISP, uh, Madison River Communications, completely blocked Vonage from their service. You have to pay for their home phone. You don't get an option even if you're paying a service to some other company. Kind of fucked, but all right, whatever. Like That didn't affect a ton of people, so it rides under the radar. Also in 05, Comcast blocked and, or, and slash or, depending on the area, severely delayed traffic using BitTorrent. So BitTorrent's used for a hell of a lot more than just pirating. BitTorrent is used for every form of file sharing, sending files for work, sending, you know, like, uh, designs and shit back and forth. It's huge. And Comcast just went like, nope, <laughs> fuck you, find another way to do it. Uh, 07, 
AT&T completely censored Pearl Jam from all of their stuff because if they criticized President Bush. That one, people were like, don't pre- criticize the president, so they got away with that one. Cool. 0709, AT&T 4... I remember this one. This is when I started getting into cell phones big, actually. I, I remember this one good. AT&T forces Apple to block Skype on its cell phones. Uh, the iPhone 4 was one of the first ever smartphones with a f- front-facing camera. Um, there was a couple other ones, but it really popularized it, like the iPhones usually do. They're the, the big seller. And they forced them to block Skype entirely, and it happened for, two, well, 2007-09. It happened for two whole years before they finally stopped, which leads to 2012, AT&T blocked FaceTime on the iPhones because not, they now had their own voice calling uh, feature that they wanted. So they double-fucked themselves twice. Uh, in 09, Google Voice was blocked on all AT&T iPhones because they wanted you to use their cell network to make calls. Uh, 2010, Windstream Communications started hijacking search results uh, and putting in their own stuff. That's fucked. Uh, I'll skip Metro PCS. They just wanted to block YouTube on everything. AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon. This one was huge. You know how Apple Pay? Everyone uses those fucking mobile payment things. Samsung pays big, too. Yeah, I don't either, but I see them all the time with people using their phones. 2011-2013, Google comes out with Google Wallet, which was the first big one. There was a couple others. Um, And everyone got super jazzed up. I signed up for it. They had a separate debit card you could order just in case the place didn't accept your phone, and you would just swipe that card and on your phone select the account. It was super cool. Well, for two years, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon all blocked it because there was a super ironically named payment that they all came up with called ISIS. I-S-I-S. <laughs> um, and it lasted for two years until ISIS really started to get some some hot ground, and then they <laughs> had to disband the entire company. Point remains, they blocked a, a mobile payment system that was ready and effective way before Samsung and Apple did it, and that was fucked. 2012, uh, AT&T blocked FaceTime, I said that. I only got four more here, so we'll be done in a second. Verizon started blocking people from tethering from their phones with their data plans. Um, that one, people were on Verizon's side as well, because they're like, you're, you know, you may use six gigs on your phone, but you may also go home, tether it to your Xbox, and use 100 gigs in a month, because why not? So people were on Verizon's side. I disagree, obviously. Uh, 2014, AT&T announced a, this one was fucked, a sponsored data thing. So the more ads you watch, the more products you bought from these companies, the more data you got from AT&T. If you don't see how blatant of a money grab that is, you're a goddamn idiot. Uh, 2014, Netflix started paying Verizon and Comcast to up the bandwidth to their service specifically, like what I was talking about earlier, and we'll get to even more with the Disney thing. Uh, And then in 2014... T-Mobile was accused of using data caps to manipulate online competition. So uh, they always have offered unlimited data with restrictions on speed and stuff. If you were using your unlimited data for something they didn't like, they would instantly hit you with that. Oh, you hit your limit and you're dropped. And it would vary month to month. Again, no consistency, no real rules, just them dictating what you're allowed to look at is incredibly messed up. All of that went away in the glorious time that was 2015 and net neutrality was came out. Yeah. And you could do whatever you fucking wanted because you're paying for the internet. If internet was free, I wouldn't care. But it's not. You have to pay an absurd amount of money for really shitty speeds in a lot of places in this country. If you don't live in a major yeah. city or a major metropolitan, it's it's either expensive or crap. Yeah, that's fair. And sometimes both. And, and um, sometimes totally both. But yeah, like that thing is like... 
don't know. I really hope this doesn't go through. I mean, this is it's so fucking fucked. But yeah, like we'll talk about the fucking uh, Fox Disney deals because like I don't know. My whole thing with that with the Fox Disney thing is like it's because like uh, Cards was like texting me about that earlier, and I was like, that's not my concern right now, honestly. Like I know that you said the same thing, but I'm like. I'm focused on this thing over here. Mm-hmm. Like, that's already a done deal that's not going to not do anything. This, I still have, like, something that yeah. I can do. Not a lot, probably, but there's something. This has already happened. Like, this is yeah. a fucking thing that, in many ways, will enrich my life. In many ways, it will also not. But, like, right now, there's one thing that actually terrifies me, and one thing that I'm like, okay, that's a thing that happened. Like, so, so like, my focus is not on that. Like, it's like... I'm, I'm not as everybody else. I do love that everybody's just like, we're just like, yay, we get the X-Men Fantastic Four, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm like, we probably would have gotten that anyway in a couple of years because Fox would have probably finally bought back down the way Sony did. Yeah. And that would have like, been that would have been preferable, but not the point. But the whole thing is, like, my whole thing with the merger is, like, on the one level, yeah, it bothers me because corporations getting bigger. But at the same time, like, that's what corporations do. Like I know, but the- AOL Time Warner. Like yeah. fucking I mean Christ, Time Warner itself was a fucking like it's Time Warner. Like, it's like and then you have like fucking AOL Time Warner, and then it's just like blah blah blah. It's like it's eventually it'll come down to just Amazon owning everything and Walmart over owning everything, and then they'll just go to war. Like an actual it'll be, war, it'll, like, like like I see like five or six big companies just eventually owning everything. You've got Disney who already owns almost everything you watch on TV. You've got uh, Amazon who will own the uh, uh, fucking like physical market sector, like buying shit. Yeah. Uh, I, they're gonna beat out Walmart. They already are. Uh, you've got. Google and Apple, who will never compromise with each other, and both of them, Apple will have all the money in the world, and Google will be in everyone's pockets. So those two will last for eternity. And then you'll have Elon Musk being like, can we just go to Mars? Like, fuck this place. Like, <laughs> and I will happily yeah, join yeah, him. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even if it's, like, fucking Total Recall, there's a chance I'll fall out of the fucking thing, and, like, my eyes will bolt out of my neck. I'll take that fucking chance. There's a chance I am willing to take. Well, it might be worth it at this point. So first talk about <laughs> really would. the slight good stuff slight bad stuff of the merger just on an entertainment basis they have something to do after thanos which is huge you've got galactus now well they already had a plan i don't know what his plan was but but he already said post avengers 4 to me a completely different yeah they talked about that i don't know if this was in any way discussed before that but like he already said it's gonna be a totally different thing like post yeah so maybe i mean deals don't happen overnight so and he only said that a little bit ago so maybe this was already in the works and he was getting ready so you've got fantastic four which is the one that's most important because as far as it's i'll tell you why as far as it seems x-men is pretty solid in in its rebuild like you've got the two big movies coming out and you have their tv shows legion and gifted so i don't think they're gonna just start putting that in the mcu anytime soon i think that's gonna stay for a little bit and you'll pull characters i mean i just think because i I don't think they're gonna do what people think they're gonna do like it's gonna be like suddenly just like oh hey look like wolverine no 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 no. they're not gonna i think this is going to be like on those things you'll have references to marvel shit kind of like how like like, uh, homecoming dark phoenix They'll probably do reshoots that somehow, like, not necessarily, like, include, but will maybe talk about an Infinity Gem yeah. or, like, whatever the fuck. Maybe. But just so, like, they've already kind of planted that seed. And so, like, when it's time to kind of, like, because I, I honestly, I didn't really think they were going to go past Dark Phoenix anyway. Yeah. Because I'm just, like, the whole plan was they were doing uh, the 60s with um, 
um, first class. 70s was uh, Days of Future Past. Or, sorry, uh, yeah, Days of Future Past. Mm. 80s was uh, Apocalypse. So, obviously, Dark Phoenix is the 90s. And then the 2000s, that was the X-Men movies. Yeah, so, the like, original X-Men movies. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I, I honestly didn't think they were going to go past Dark Phoenix anyway. This just gives them a place to go. Well, don't they have one other one, like Dark Mutants or New Mutants or something? No, that's a different thing, though. Like that's, oh, that's, okay. I mean, it's the same universe, but it's... Uh, it's it's like the same thing like Deadpool, where it's like it's oh, okay. it exists alongside so, it. It's just not. That is the only thing I think from X Men coming over to MCU. If they don't find a way to have Deadpool show up in Infinity War, oh yeah, I give up. Just a little like something, anything. Ryan Reynolds is well, more than I'm willing not sure. to just be like, wait, you want me to film in front of a green screen, my face noticing the camera and going away? Oh yeah, I could do that. I mean, it's possible. I mean, especially, like, Avengers 4, because that's still filming. Yeah. But, like, at this point, I'm not even sure if they would bother with, like, Infinity War, because I'm like, you already have a movie made. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that's true. Like, I mean, there could be very... You have a movie very... made ready to come out in five months. There so, could like, be very slow. Well, we need to find a way to shoehorn in like... Deadpool. Like... I, I, but, honestly, that's the one that I think would get the most reaction. Sure. Oh, no, totally. Wolverine would be the cool thing I Cyclops was... doing some laser blast. Yeah, that would all be funny. But Deadpool eating a hot dog with his katanas on his back and just looking up, like, that... That would be a thousand times a bigger reaction. Well, no. I mean, my whole thing is... Um, actually, you know what they could do? Uh, because, as I've said before, um, when I saw the trailer for Infinity War, um, it occurred to me that it did not... Or, sorry, yeah. It does not at all look like Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. It looks like the most recent um, series from Jonathan Hickman of uh, Infinity and Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And which actually I think might have been the reason for the name, even though Infinity War existed before that. Cause, I mean, there was a comic back in the day. Yeah. But I was like, and a big part of that story that basically Jonathan Hickman's whole thing was there was in, these incursions where basically it was like basically different dimensional Earths like kind of crashing together and either being like destroyed or like whatever. It's like, that's that's how they did the Ultimate Universe finally kind of crashing in with the uh, regular Marvel Universe. That's how you got uh, the current Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, Which, like, where you, you have like Miles Morales and shit in the regular Marvel universe. Did you see the thing um, about the new Marvel event that's coming out? Like a few months ago, that the, or last year, the guy said like we're gonna really start spacing out these events. Things have been getting a little crazy. And then like a day ago, they announced the new event coming out, the starting next year, and it's all Thanos based. Well, fine. I mean, in fairness, I never. They well, also in fairness, they said that it was Axel that said that, and Axel is not the job true, anymore. True. Um. <laughs> But yeah, my whole thing is like with the uh, if you're doing that for Infinity War slash whatever Avengers Four is called, um, that's how you can do the mutants and like all oh, that shit yeah. and combine it because it's like that's 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 the easiest way to do it because yeah. that way you don't have to explain where mutants have been like well any kind of bullshit they show up now right okay there. cool you just, you just, yeah you just, just shove them together. Um, but yeah, like the, the thing I thought was funny was when they first announced the idea of the merger. Everyone was just like, oh, God, no more Deadpool. I'm like, Disney doesn't hate money. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that movie made like a kajillion dollars. Yeah. They're not going to be like, yeah, we don't think we're going to go ahead with any more of those films. Yeah. Like, no, fuck you. Like, they'll, they'll keep it They're going to keep making, of course. Yeah. It's like, it'll be its own thing, but it's like, it won't be. Because the, the Deadpool character, as you said, can kind of just float. Yeah, do whatever and, the hell it wants and everyone will buy and it. Is, I never really thought, I mean, the movie, obviously, you had to make a rage because that movie wouldn't have existed otherwise. But like when they were originally talking about it, because for years, um, Ryan Reynolds was, like, hell-bent on Deadpool being R-rated. And that was, like, a big point of contention of getting it made. Uh-huh. 
And I was like, I don't understand why you think that Deadpool needs to be R-rated. Because, like, the comics aren't R-rated. <laughs> like, they're not Max yeah. comics. They're just regular fucking comics. So, like, I don't really understand. And like, granted, yes, that movie couldn't exist not being R-rated. But, like... He saw it. A couple of movies from now, maybe? Yeah. I mean, Start toning I it down? couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, I mean it, the, as long as, really, all you can keep the character the same and just not use the word fuck. Like, <laughs> or or start funny, bleeping like, it. That would be funny, too. Yeah, that also would be funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I don't know. The whole thing with me is, like, yeah, I get it that, like, it's it's a big fucked up merger and whatever, but I'm just, like, at the same time, I'm, like, it doesn't fucking matter to me because I'm just, like, in the end, like, it's, yeah, it's, like, it basically won that studio, but at the same time, like, I mean, it's not like more or less movies are gonna come out. Like, no, that like... that degree, but it's it's bad. It's just it's monopolies. Monopolies are bad, and we've been we fought them a well, long yes. time. That's why GE is no longer what GE was in the fifties. In the fifties, every single piece of anything you bought had a GE logo on it. Everything, everything in your household was GE, and everyone thought that was great because the prices weren't bad and this, that, and the other. But they controlled the entirety of it. So, like I was saying, Disney will eventually if they don't already they already own half of all channels on a basic channel thing um with there's new their news net networks their espn their cartoons all that stuff um and it's just gonna get worse and that's fucked it may be good stuff but that's not the point um so anyways uh the reason why I think Fantastic Four is the most important of all of them is because, yes, you can start incorporating these things, these mutants and, and Daredevil. You can start bringing them in and uh, getting all this cool stuff from it. Fantastic Four, you can start immediately, and it'll be brand new. It'll be fresh. It'll be something that no one's, well, not seen. Obviously, everyone's seen all the uh, other ones. But uh, there's no expectations. It's just completely get going and also come on, Silver Surfer can show up now anywhere. Just put him somewhere, well, get him in it, make him his own movie. Don't even make a Fantastic Four movie. Give him his own movie and I'm sold. I still I mean, I kind of get Silver Surfer, but not in the way I think most people like the Silver Surfer movie that I would see and that I would make is not one I think people would like. <laughs> like That's fair. Cuz That's fair. The, the closest thing that I can compare it to is there's the the one because the thing that sold me on Silver Surfer, I never give a shit about Silver Surfer. My brother always liked Silver Surfer, like he, my brother was always about the cosmic. Mm. I never give a fuck about cosmic. I was always like Daredevil, Batman, Punisher, like street level, Punisher, like X Men, like whatever. Um, like dudes punching each other in the fucking face or using guns, whatever. But but um, and my brother was always in like, the big space bullshit, which is funny because I, I love like sci fi movies, but I never cared about it in comics. Mm. Um, so like, I never cared about Silver Surfer until there was a series that JMS did. Um, called Silver Surfer Requiem, which is basically Silver Surfer is dying and him basically kind of... Oh, you told me about this. I really want to read this. I want this comic. And I was like, I... That's the movie I would make if I would make a Silver Surfer movie. It's just kind of like a movie about him kind of... Very kind of peacefully pontificating about... If you you show him in advance, that that would be awesome but if that's the very first silver surfer movie that shows up it's gonna fuck with heads like it they won't you, no one will know what's going on they'll be like i don't know how to feel is this cool is this bad I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what i would prefer i'd be like it'd be like tree of life where people like walked out of it and they were like i want my money back yeah. it's like you don't get your money back in two hours yeah. like you sat there and watched the whole movie you don't get money now um, um all right so do you want please. me to go through the fucked up tree that'll show you why or some of the stuff that this merger affects well, I will say real quick though, okay. like the Fantastic Four thing, I do think uh, Carr just talked about it on our uh, other podcast on Gifted Punksters. I think it was on our Fantastic Four episode. Um, he went through his pitch because I made him do it because we did it one time on his front porch where he just told me his idea mm-hmm. for how he would incorporate 
uh, the Fantastic Four, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. And I do think it's brilliant. And I was like, they should hire us. Because I was just like... Send it in. I, Start email. And use that bot <laughs> thing to send the link of that episode to everyone you know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I definitely think there's, like, the opportunity, like, for that would be really cool to see, like, Fantastic Four done right. Even though I still think it's funny because people shit all over the movies that exist. And I do think Rise of Silver Surfer is a total piece of shit. Mm. And it's, it's unwatchable. But um, I'm one of the few. I'm in the vast minority. I'm well aware. You're the only one that really, really likes Josh Trank. It's just well, there's before. one man, and it's you, Patrick. <laughs> I really like it. Like he, he, he tailored it to my sensibilities. Uh, so I really it's just like Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, like, okay, yeah. Suicide everyone Squad's hates good. but me. So it's like it's like I don't know. It just it's tailored to my sensibilities in a really cool way. Where it's like I I'm not saying it's not flawed. I'm just saying yeah. like I feel like he gets more right than he doesn't. Like, okay. I mean. Like I said, you're the only man, but, <laughs> uh, not the point. I, I, I like the original Tim story one with Michael Chiklis and, uh, I like that one. Chris Evans yeah. and Ian Griffith and like Jessica Alba. I like that movie. That was a fine that's, one. Yeah. That's very much, um, Stan Lee era. Yeah. Brought to life, which is cool. Yeah. And then like Tranks is kind of like a mix of, um, kind of like when Ward Ellis Poop and garbage. Ultimate. She is whatever. <laughs> uh, when when uh, Ellis wrote Ultimate mixed with a little bit of, like John Byrne era, but like it's very like I liked that it was very kind of dark and legitimately like sci-fi oriented yeah. instead of just being like he had a take, which I think is interesting. Like that, like, one of my favorite series in Fat Man and Batman was where he was like, Kevin Smith talked to uh, Josh Trank for like four episodes. Oh my god! And like basically took through the basically the journey of his career up to Fantastic Four. Didn't talk about Fantastic Four itself because that would have been was it o- was it out at I that guess. point? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel, like, I, I, feel like, I feel like they were going to do it, and then I feel like uh, Josh Trank probably was just like, I don't want to talk about I'm this. not in the mood to talk um, about this. But yeah, um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't dislike two of the three movies that exist so far, but yeah. I would like to see what Kevin Feige has to say. Yeah, what, and who they would pick and what kind of take it would be. Would it be funny? Would it be cartoony? Would it be dark? Would it be whatever? Could be One cool. Thing, I think Fantastic Four, much like Reed Richards himself, is highly malleable. Yeah. Like, it's something you can really... That's why I thought both those takes worked, because it's just, like, you can really kind of do whatever you want with those characters, and it'll still work. Like, it's... You have, like... You can take some of the big runs of, like, Stan Lee's, Mark Millar's, uh, Warren Ellis' level Fantastic Four, um, like, John Burns, like, like Mark Wade's, blah, 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 blah. And they're all very different, and they're all very good in their own ways. Yeah. So it's like you can kind of do whatever you want with those characters, and it'll still work. It's not like I mean, I guess it's the case with like a lot of comic stuff, but like they're kind of a really unique position because it's like they were created as kind of like this kind of fun sci-fi thing. But really, if you thought about it with any kind of even the moments thought, it's really fucked up because it's just like. Four people who went to fucking space and came back as basically like fucking disabled people. Monsters, just, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, their their disabilities just turned out to help them out. But like, it didn't help them. It helped up other us. people out. Well, fine, yes. Um, all right, but so yeah, let's start. This is going to be a quick one, and then we'll get into our games and such. Uh, this is a weird kind of tree that shows what happens when too many companies own too many companies, uh, and that'll make sense in a minute. So the starting of it is because of this deal and what Fox Studios owns, Disney now has a controlling stake in Hulu. Okay, whatever. I mean, they have that deal with Netflix that's falling through. They're starting their own streaming service. It's not falling through, though, from what I understand. No, no, it's it's standing in certain stuff, like Star Wars is going to stay on there and stuff like that. Like, there's things that are not going to ever go away. But once they start their streaming service, 
there will be um everything goes to that yes. yeah specifics that will jump around so now they also have the controlling stake in hulu and what that leads to is uh hulu was a joint effort between comcast and time warner uh back when youtube started taking off to compete with that somehow through the deal comcast and time warner are now minority stakeholders in hulu how they went from the joint effort of creating it into a minority stakeholders via this deal i don't know and that's really weird but that goes to show you that kind of shit uh comcast owns oh oh, oh, sorry so the important part of that is now disney can start strong arming comcast and time warner because they all are a joint venture in one thing comcast owns nbc universal which broadcasts almost all of their shows on hulu and because disney's the controlling stake that's where the strong arm comes in like yeah you want to keep your shit on there not today buddy uh which leads to time warner uh the other one that yes is about to be owned by at&t through a, another huge merger where at&t might buy time warner this is like one of those really large like 90 billion dollars i think it's valued at um and it was going to get repealed uh way back when the old fcc chairman and obama were in but now that it's these two it'll probably go through um which time warner is a competitor of both nbc and disney as far as the stuff they put out and the uh content they own which leads to comcast and at&t controlling the network that people use to watch disney time warner and nbc it's a it's a fucked up mesh of now that disney owns fox studio which gives them the controlling stake in hulu which gives them partnership with comcast and time warner who owns NBC Universal? Who is about to be bought by AT and T? Disney has the leverage in every entertainment situation. The two largest television and internet providers now belong, in theory, to Disney. Mm-hmm. That alone's terrifying. <laughs> like that alone should be fucked up, especially with what Disney's starting to try to do. Like I said, with their streaming service and such, and the fact that they own the top. Three of the top four grossing movie studios, arguably ever, in Pixar, Marvel Studios, and uh, uh, Lucasfilms. I can't wrap my head around anyone saying, yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, this all makes sense. This is a good good deal. Just keep buying. Just keep going. Why not? You know what? Buy Amazon next. They couldn't. Amazon could probably buy (laughs) Disney. I wonder who's worth more. While we're chit-chatting, I'm going to look that up. Who's worth more, Disney or Amazon? I mean, I don't know. My whole thing is, like, again, it's not like... it's it, Basically, the best way I can think of to describe it is, like, it's kind of like the whole thing that somebody mentioned I had seen recently. I want to say it was, like, it was either Eric Vespi or... Uh, I think it was Eric Vespi from Anacool, formerly of Anacool News. Um, where... Um, Holy shit. He, Jeff Bezos is worth $100.2 billion. Disney as a whole is worth $160 billion. Jeff Bezos, as a man, can buy more than half of Disney. He can own the controlling stake in Disney by himself. Holy fuck. That's absurd amounts of wealth. Yes. Oh, my God. He should do it. You know what? Screw it all. All in. I want Amazon to be the only company that exists. I've been buying a lot on Amazon lately. Like, like a lot. It is Christmas. But, no, um... The only thing that they had said was they were like the whole deal that happened with uh, Feige, where basically he got sick of uh, Promoter per- at Marvel, and basically was just like went to Bob Iger of Disney, 
I was like, I don't want to work for him anymore. Can I work directly underneath you? And basically everything goes through you instead of going through him. Like, he'll have no contact. Makes sense. And, like, Bob Iger was like, okay. And right now, that's awesome. Because he's not being... Because basically, a lot of things, like, Perlmutter has wanted to do, because he's a fucking psychopath. Like, I know that, like, uh, they want to fire Downey instead of using him in Civil War. They were like, we're not paying him that money. Fuck you. And it was just like... And Kevin Foggy's like, we honestly need him. Like, it's like, the movie needs him. And on top of that, like, he's worth the money. Like, he's just like... It's like, I guarantee you this movie will make his budget, like... Or his uh, paycheck. Opening like, night. I was say, like... Opening viewing will make his paycheck. I think it brought in, like, $100 million on... Like, the first weekend. Yeah. Um, so it's like, that's the whole thing. I, he's just a fucking psychopath. So, like, that's whole, but the thing somebody pointed out, and they were not wrong, was it was like, yeah, but there's going to come a day when it's not Kevin Feige, and when he steps down, and then what happens? Like, then who the fuck are we putting? Because then, then there's, because the whole thing was, I guess, Feige also, like, the one thing that kind of does bother me mm-hmm. is that uh, Perlmutter was part of this crew that was... By John Favreau's uh, statement, was integral in the creation of Iron Man. Okay. Because that group included uh, Quesada, Bendis, and Millar. And uh, I guess the original villain of Iron Man was the Mandarin. And it was Mark Millar in the room that was just like, we, you can't do that. And then I guess the whole room <laughs> no, got really nope. quiet. <laughs> you can't do that. The whole room got really quiet. And then like, John Favreau was like, what do you mean? And he's like, this is the equivalent of if you had the Emperor show up in the first Star Wars movie. He's like, you can, after three Star Wars movies, you can have Force Lightning and shit coming out of people's fingers because you've earned that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you just start out at this place, you've lost a big part of the audience right there because people aren't going to buy into it. And that, I guess they were all like, you know what, you're right. That's why Ironmonger happened and why they kind of built to uh, Thor and then, it, Christ, it took them, like, almost ten years to get to fucking Doctor Strange to have magic at all. Yeah. Um... But, um, but yeah, and they ended up, that was part of the whole thing was, I guess, when Feige went to being directly under Bob Iger, they basically abolished that group, and I was like, I think that group would be more helpful for somebody that isn't Kevin Feige, because Kevin Feige clearly knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, he clearly has, like, a, he, he knows what works in comics and what works in films. He's got a general idea, I suppose. Exactly. So, like, my problem is just, the cons- my concern is the future. However... Uh, with all of this, we can get nuked by Kim Jong-un tomorrow. So, well, if, fuck if it. you believe so, most people, then I don't know. Oh my god, yeah. Franny bought six gingerbread cookie kits? Whew. <laughs> yeah, she told me to tell you subtly how to check your to t- tell you subtly to check your phone, which is why I held up my phone and started pointing to it. <laughs> um, well, thank you. <laughs> um, but no, um, I will say, because like, the thing I was originally going to talk about on this show was going to be Star Wars, since I touched on Star Wars a little bit, um, was that since, uh, I know you don't really give a shit, which is why I was like, I was just like, I wasn't going to tell you about it, because I was like, no, we're going to do this. Wait, wait, fuck save you. it for the final sentence, let's get our games out the way. Well, fine, but I was going to say, like, because uh, my first of the games is going to be, I'm contributing to the game Oh, shit, bitch, so, it's happening. So, yeah, so do the time to play the game, and then I'll start okay, the shit off. Okay, 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 ready, set, break! Time to play the game. Time to play the 
And then we can play. Okay, it. we'll start with the who winning a fight. Like, oh my gosh! This, this okay. is where I have it. Okay. Uh, who winning a fight? I posted this last night because I saw Alex Ross did the painting and I thought it was brilliant. Uh, Darth Vader or Superman? I saw. I seen that one. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. So I've only ever seen the prequels, uh, and I'm on my way to watching. I'm gonna watch them in chronological order for the fun of it. So I'm gonna watch Rogue One and then Four, Five, Six, and then New Hope, and then whatever this new one's called again. What's it called? Last Jedi. Last Jedi, uh, which the early reviews are nuts on. So I don't know what Jedi's are de- definitely capable of or not capable of. Like some okay, of them. The thing I've been wrapping my brain around. The thing I've been wrapping my brain around is that like. Um, is it that magic? I saw it yesterday. I'm like, yeah, they are actually vulnerable to magic. So that's why I was like, Jedi if you count are? the Force as magic, I don't know. As I'm uh, saying, if you count the Force as magic, uh-huh. um, then Superman is vulnerable to magic. Uh-huh. So in that way, I do feel like that would be skewed in Darth Vader's favor. So is, is so um, when you say he's vulnerable to magic, is it like kryptonite and turns him into a normal man, or it's able to hurt him, and he still gets all of his powers? Well, yeah, he's still him. It's not, yeah, no, it's not kryptonite. Okay, it's just, okay. He's vulnerable to it. Like it basically, it's basically like if you shot a magic bullet at him, it's basically the equivalent of shooting like a, a real bullet. bullet at him. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, yes, at a, at a regular man. Um, so I was like, if you if the Force counts as magic, then I feel like it's skewed in Darth Vader's favor because he's one of the most powerful Jedi of all time. Yeah, um, one of. If you, mm. well, I mean, he's basically the Messiah, but at the same time, like if you watch, uh, you haven't watched the new ones yet. No, they're kind of angling at Rey possibly being more super powerful. So was Luke never as powerful as? No. Oh, that was never a question. Okay. Like he was. Because basically, it's like if, if you really, I mean, spoilers. Um, Darth Vader's kids are Luke and Leia. Yes. So basically, that power split essentially. Oh, okay. So like, so basically, he had all of the power, and then the power kind of split off into the two kids. Okay. Um, so neither of them are as powerful as he is. Okay. So, and, um, and what about this Kylo guy? Kylo is another situation where like they've implied he might be even more powerful, but they haven't really shown the depths of okay. what he can do yet. So we'll see. Did how they that just ends. stop talking about Metaclaridians? midichlorians yeah um kind of but i feel like they might bring it back at some point because I, I do think it's funny like they, they, they try to like kind of completely abandon the prequels uh-huh. i'm like to me it's it works best as one giant story. i also so, like the, the prequels, prequels having only stupid. seen them i mean uh, we've said this before phantom menace is straight trash there's no yes. justifying that as a decent movie from anyone ever but two and three are good movies i mean not great but they're good movies yeah they're solid enough um okay. but yeah okay, that's my whole get thing back is on like, topic if it's magic what i'm saying and if we're going with like if basically Superman's vulnerable to magic, then that to me like that and if the Force counts as magic, I feel like Darth Vader has a slightly, it's skewed slightly in Doctor in Darth Vader's favor. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like the fact that Superman is like somebody who is not to the same extent as Batman because Batman basically his being driven is almost a superpower. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's but he's so he's not like as driven as Batman. But he's incredibly driven, and he also has, I mean, all those powers. So I was like, I don't know that he would ever truly go down while there was still breath left in his body. So I'm trying to play so it through like, in my head. Like, for example, Superman flying up to punch him. If he's vulnerable to magic, and we call this magic, he can force grab him out the air. So his speed, strength, and all that doesn't really matter. If he's vulnerable to magic, he can stop him there. Now, he can't stop the laser vision, so if you try to force choke him and he just eye burns your head off, that's one thing. Hmm. And the cold blast. And he's real fast. He's so fast. Um. Oh, gosh. 
It, it's just hard for... Ooh, and is he... So, lightsabers, they're not magic. They're a piece of technology. Can it yeah. Can it cut Superman? I mean... Like, it can cut anything, know. right? I mean... Like, if you look at the picture that Alex Ross did, he's grabbing the lightsaber. So, like, clearly he, he's, it, he he's, can't... It won't have the same effect. Okay, so if we're going off that, because that, that, that would be, like, the real... Like, if it could cut through Superman's skin, that's... I, I'd have to give it to Darth Vader. But, like, you were saying... Superman's resilience, the fact that he, him and Doomsday punched each other to death because neither of them would give up, I'm giving it to Superman. Fair enough, that's fine. That's a toughie. I didn't think of the magic Indeed. thing, but that's, oof. Because otherwise, it's like, come on, man, it's Superman. Yeah. Uh, all right, do you have another one? Moving on. You can move okay, on. Okay, who would win in a fight? Oh, I thought I was getting a phone call. I did not say, <laughs> okay, Google, what is going on? Uh, my phone just went nuts. Who would win in a fight, Black Panther versus Catwoman? Um, I mean, this is cat versus cat, it's cat versus cat. But I say, I mean, Black Panther's suit is made of fucking vibranium, <laughs> so like, I don't really think that like she could really. What if she burgled his suit in the night and then chose to fight him on standard terms? Because she's a burglar. I mean, in that case, I'd still say uh, he's a stronger fighter. Like he's one of the best fighters in the Marvel universe. Right. So like. I still feel like he would, because she's not, like, a great fighter. She's a good fighter, but she's not, like, a great she's fighter. A, she just she burgles. She's more of a burg- <laughs> burglar, as one might say. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's, yeah, Black Panther. Cat vs. Cat sounded fun, but it didn't work out that well. I'll come up with a better <laughs> one later. Uh, and finally, who would win in a fight? Muscle versus muscle. Uh, indestructible versus indestructible. Doomsday versus Abomination. I mean, I don't really feel like Abomination is... Near, anywhere near as indestructible as Doomsday. Isn't the Abomination really... basically just evil Hulk? Yes and no. Oh, like, okay. I mean, but, I mean, the Hulk's kicked his ass. Well, so, yes, like... but I also think the Hulk would beat Doomsday. Fair. I mean, that's fine. Um, I feel like Doomsday would beat everybody in this scenario. So, okay. like, except for maybe Hulk, because Hulk, there's the whole thing of the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. Yeah. So maybe well, Hulk could beat Doomsday, so but that would be a hell of a fight. The, I feel like Abomination well, the, would definitely the, not. The trick of it is as well is that after Doomsday dies, he instantly comes, well, not instantly, but he comes back with a cure, quote, unquote, to whatever killed him. Which I still hate. I hate so much. Like, when they <sighs> first no introduced sense, the character, the thing, the thing that made the character awesome mm-hmm. was he had no backstory. He, had nothing. he just was he just, like, Doomsday. He just appeared and just started destroying everything yeah. including other it's basically like the best like wrestling it's almost like Braun Strowman like we're just like you basically bring a guy in and just have him destroy everybody in his path yeah like you have him first just kill like the little people then you have him move on to like the bigger people it's just like you just have him be like the guy who just steamrolls through everybody yeah and that's my whole thing with like as soon as they introduce that whole idea of just like oh yeah he didn't die either because he can't die because every time he dies because a scientist is fa- fucked up <laughs> yeah I, was, I never liked that at all. But yeah, so for me, like... Okay, well, we're going to throw Doomsday that out the window no and just say Doomsday also kind of gets stronger and grows, like, the spikes and whatever as he gets more into the anger. But, okay, Doomsday beats Abomination. That was easy. Uh, moving on, who's who? Patrick, who's who? Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck. Bugs Bunny's arch nemesis. I'm definitely Daffy Duck. <laughs> in what way? I, I'm not Have saying ever... I am Daffy Duck. I'm just saying in what way? He's bitter and angry and sarcastic. <laughs> like... hey, you're Daffy Duck, check me. And I'm adorable and have trouble talking. And, you know, you can con me by telling me I look pretty. So, yeah, Melmer Fudd. Indeed. <laughs> Who's who? Tom from Tom and Jerry and Wiley Coyote. Both. Which one is Tom? Tom and Jerry, the cat. Tom's cat. So they're both oh, the cat, chasing okay. 
something to eat, and they both get into hijinks that involve them hurting themselves. But there is some very, very big differences between the two, so I'll let you start. I mean, I want to say I'm Wiley Coyote because I prefer him. Okay. But I feel like your obsession with technology would make you okay. more I didn't even uh, think of that. I didn't even think of that, but that's a good one. His acme, his acme stash. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, like, I definitely, I, I mean, I would like to be Wiley Coyote because, like, that's one of, like, my, pretty much my favorite cartoons from, like, uh, like Looney Tunes mm-hmm. were Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons. So I really wish I could say I was Wiley Coyote, but I'm probably Tom and you're probably Wiley. The Coyote. reason I'm putting you as Tom is because Wiley Coyote wants to kill this thing and eat it. He he just that's his whole shtick. He never does anything that's like half ass. He's just like, You're either gonna die or I'm gonna die. But cartoons, so neither. Although they did make an episode where Wiley Coyote caught and ate the Roadrunner, aired it once. People did not enjoy it and they never aired it again. But uh, so that's that's Wiley Coyote, and the technology thing's a good point, and he's a little more um, like uh, whimsical, like he's got kind of that like quirky, like I'm good to figure this out. Tom wants to inflict pain on Jerry. He wants to kill him and eat him, but it's mostly just like how bad can I hurt this mouse because he's he's a real thorn in my side. And I think that's more your speed. Hey, you know you're not you your 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 words is I'm not gonna kill you, I'm gonna destroy you. That's more Tom's thing. Wiley's just like, I just want to eat you, man. I'm hungry. I just, I got to get my sustenance. And Tom's just like, you're going to pay. You're going to pay for stealing my cheese. I won't stop <laughs> until this house is burnt to the ground. That's your, that's your speed. Fair. All fair right. enough. I'll give you that. All right. You're Tom. I'm Wiley. And last but not least, who's who? It's kind of an obvious one. Marv and Harry. The sticky bandits. I'm obviously fucking Harry and you're obviously Marv. What? Yeah, no, that's fair. Isn't Marv the tall one? Marv's the tall one. I'm totally yeah. Marv. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. I had their names flipped in my head, and I had to check myself. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, no, that's... Because, yes, I'm the really angry one, yeah. and you're the one that's kind of going along for the ride. Yeah, I'm the sticky bandits. We have to have a name, you know? It's wet bandits. The wet bandits are better than the sticky bandits. What? In what world were the wet bandits better than that? He puts his okay. old tape hand right in the change. The dude's swimming in like a buck fifty. Because I, I actually had not watched Home Alone two since it came out uh, until last year, and I was like, because originally like I liked Home Alone when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and then when I was like an, like an older movie snob, I'm like, fuck this fucking schmaltzy bullshit, and then it's like um, my dad and I watched it a couple years ago uh, Christmas Eve, and I was just like, you know what, like it's fine for what it is, like it's kind of my whole thing where it's like both or one it or two, sorry, I missed that the, the first oh, one. okay okay. Um, it's it's fine for what it is, and I, I watched so like that, so like I've been watching every year since, and then I watched uh, Home Alone two last year. I'm like, this is the laziest sequel ever made. Like this <laughs> is literally this like it's like this and The Hangover two were literally where they were just like we need to do a sequel right now. I made a gajillion dollars. Like oh, do you have an idea for one? No. And so it's just like all right, we'll, literally we'll work it as we go. The first okay. Movie. No, because they didn't even do that. They just made the first fucking movie again. <laughs> like yeah, that's true. The one thing Home Alone two has going for it is Tim Curry. Oh, Everything else great. is the exact same shit you've seen in the first movie. Well, just not done as well. The, the other thing I'll fight for Home Alone 2 is it does have the sentimental old lady, bird lady, who you're just like, oh, creepy person. But no, oh, but, nice. but, but the guy from the first movie is better. The guy who's salting the sidewalks is oh, much more Oh, I forgot about Sidewalk Salter. You're right. He's the yeah, same character. Is, they're all the same. It's literally the exact same movie twice. Damn. Like, the fact that anybody saw none of that movie. 
Like, I don't know what their paychecks must have been like, but it must have been astonishing for anyone to sign on that movie after having read that script. Because, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't understand why you would do that. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any That's sense. That's all it was. Paycheck. And they, they were known yeah. for it at that point. Like, what else are you going to do, you know? Actually, they went on and did a bunch of stuff, but not the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, then that wraps that one up, and we can move on to final thoughts. Da-na-na-na. Okay, go. Okay. Um, since it's the day is upon us, well, but I guess after we, we upload this, the, it'll, actually, I think it'll be the day it actually It'll be the day it comes out. Um... Last Jedi, like, I've been keeping my expectations in check just because, as I've said on here before, like, uh, Force Awakens, I don't dislike my insertion of imagination, but it's, like, it's it's not, it's it's not, like, as lazy as, like, the other sequels I just referred yeah. to, but literally is, they were, like, Disney was, like, well, nobody liked the prequels. You know what they did, like, the original trilogy? You know what we should do? The original trilogy again. Yeah. And so it was, like, they basically did the entire original trilogy, at least the greatest hits of the original trilogy, in, in The Force Awakens. In one movie. Which, yeah, and it's fine. I don't dislike it. But, like, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, that was fine. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I was not ever like, it's the best fucking Star Wars movie ever. Oh, like, they lost their damn it? face. <laughs> but to be fair, they also lost their face with Rogue One. Freaking Kevin Smith calling it Rogue as actually, good as really Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no, it's not as good. Yeah. No, yeah. But I do think Rogue One is actually really good because at least it is an original story. And that's, I mean, I really liked it in that regard. Because it's its also something you hadn't seen in Star Wars before. Like, True. You haven't no seen Jedis. an espionage or war movie. Yeah. I'm just saying even that factor. It's like an espionage war movie in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. You just hadn't seen that. Like, that didn't exist. Yeah. Um, they're, they're all, I mean, they're all fine. They're all good movies. But, like, they're all, well, not Phantom Menace. But, uh, um, but they're all structured very similarly. Yeah. Um, so, like, the movie, so, like, for Last Jedi... I've kept my expectations in check, but my whole thing is, Ryan Johnson, I've been a fan of since before I even saw Brick. Like, I saw the trailers for Brick. I don't know what Brick is. It's amazing. Um, It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, It's basically they took two genres that I love, especially at that time in my life, because when it came out, it was like, I think, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I think it was more than 10 years ago. Um, But two genres that I really like, of like the high school movie and film noir, and basically jammed them together... And you don't think it should work, but it's perfect. It works beautifully. Um, and after that, he made The Brothers Bloom, which I think is underrated. Nope. It's a, it's a good movie. Um, he also did Looper, which... Also, um, no. Is, you really have never seen Looper? No. With, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, okay. right? Where he's got yeah. the face makeup so he doesn't look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> they try to make him look like Bruce Willis, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's awful. Uh, I mean, it wasn't awful. It's just weird to not see him, but... It'd be yeah, because they don't look... They, they don't look at all like yeah. each other. <laughs> just cast um, someone else, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like... And I've loved every bit of his work I've ever seen. So, like, when they first said he was doing... Not only was he doing a Star Wars movie, but he was doing a middle chapter of a Star Wars movie. Because Empire Strikes Back is by far my favorite yeah. um, Star Wars movie ever. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, you're doing, essentially, what could be the Empire of this generation. Like, I am I am on board... It could be the Empire of the way. entire series. Hey, man, I honestly... Walk, I walk, hope walk. it's as good as I want it to be. Like, I... And I, I guess it's good enough that, like, apparently Disney gave... They were like... Well, we've already offered the next one to JJ, um, but what we want you to do is we make a whole nother trilogy of Star Wars movies, all yours. Whatever you want to do, just go do it. And so, like, apparently it's good enough that he's getting that happening. So, so that's so, going to be, like, uh, original stories, or it's going to be kind of side with these characters? I don't know. Like, the, the, right now, it's just it's kind of nebulous. They just said that, All they said was that Ryan Johnson signed on to do 
his own like his own trilogy. Oh like, snap! He's in charge of a whole trilogy himself. Oh snap! Um, which is awesome. And Star um, Wars is not on any streaming services, to my knowledge. Correct? Which one? I mean the uh, the original Rogue. Oh no, I don't think so. Okay. Rogue One is on uh, Netflix. Uh, Force Awakens, I uh, thought was too, or is that not there? Anymore? I don't know. It, it might know. have been and is not anymore. Whatever. I actually meant to rewatch Force Awakens uh, before going tonight, but I didn't get around to it because it's Christmas. I watch Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. Um, I'm super like I'm I'm keeping my expectations in check, but I'm super stoked just on the principle. Cause I think it, I think it will be cool. Mm-hmm. And like the one thing that I do, I thought J.J. Abrams did beautifully was like even though the structure is very familiar, um, all of his new characters are amazing mm-hmm. like i love ray i think ray is one of the best characters in the history of star wars i love finn so much that i have him tattooed to my ankle john boyega um yep actually the thing that's funny is i was like i've talked to you about it before i've talked to a lot of people about it before attack the block um, i was yeah i was a fan of his before that was even a thing because i love attack the block so much so like as soon as he got star wars i'm like i don't even know what his character is but i already love it it turns and out it's like, like one of the most important characters in the movie exactly um but yeah and then like uh Poe Dameron, I think it's fucking cool as shit, and I really like the idea. I really hope they do it because I think it's at this point I feel like it's disappointing to be fans to fans if they didn't. Because um, you haven't seen a Force Awakens yet, mm-hmm. have you? Okay, there's kind of it. It's not necessarily there if you're not looking for it, but like once you see it, you kind of kind of can't unsee it because it became a big thing like on Tumblr and shit, where um, a lot of people were shipping uh, Poe Dameron and Finn, mm-hmm. and I was like. That's really cool for the following reasons. A, I like those characters. B, it'd be the first uh, gay relationship in Star Wars, and it'd be cool to see them get representation. Wait, didn't Rogue One have something? That was... I felt like that was implied. Not everyone agreed okay, with okay, me. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Um, like, yeah, but I thought uh, Chirrut and Baze were clearly lovers. Nobody agreed with me. So I'll have to peep who it. the fuck knows? Um, but no, like... It would be A, it would be the first gay relationship in Star Wars. It would be cool to see that represented. And uh, also, you'd be getting a interracial relationship in Star Wars, which I can't remember occurring before this. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just fucking cool on various yeah. levels. So that's... I don't usually ship things, but I do kind of ship that just by virtue of the fact that, like, I think that's just cool on a lot of levels as far as, like, representation goes. Because, I mean, that thing is, like... If you watch the original Star Wars, I mean, so it is a product of its time. Where basically, it's like it's basically like a bunch of white people in space, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's cool and they're cool characters and blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's like you had like one non-white person that was like Lando. Like other than that, it was God, all. God, I just love me fucking... some Lando. I love Lando too, but it's like the whole thing. It's like it's so like the idea of getting all these new characters. Like I think Ray is a fantastic. Like, I mean, granted, Star Wars kind of the first ones to like really do. It's a, it's a movie that big to have such like, strong female characters in it, like, just Leia and shit. Yeah. Um, where I think, I mean, it's obviously a tradition, but, like, Rey, I think, is amazing. I think that's funny, is, uh, do you remember uh, the little kid that used to come into Healthy Living to yep. watch Star Wars with me? Um, his mom brought him in Best Buy once, mm-hmm. uh, my first, like, my first year there, and he was, like, um, he was, like, he, I guess he got the playset, it was, like, Rey, and, like, threw it away. I'm, like, oh, we're not friends anymore, just so you know. <laughs> like, small child, I was just, like, we were cool when you grow up. till now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you say? When when you understand that like what good characters are and you look past girls being icky, that way you can be friends again. But until then, hey man, you fuck off, small child. He's got to meet it on his own terms. Fair enough. So answer no, me like, one I'm, question: How? What did yeah. they explain about Chewbacca? Is he still alive? And what the fuck's a yeah. porg? 
Why would Chewbacca not be able... I mean, well, so, he might not die in this movie, but he didn't die in the last one. By so, movie. is he old? Do they talk about that at all? Because, I mean, obviously... Well, they, Wookiees live a really long time. Oh, okay, that's a thing. That's a known thing, that yeah. Wookiees are cooler yeah. than us. Yes. Okay. I think it's like... I think like they have like a 2,000-year lifespan Holy or something. Holy balls! They, just... <laughs> and the Jedi are normal. It's like, it's like 80 years. Yeah, they're just people. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it depends on your race. Like, I mean, that's like Yoda was like... Yep, 800 years old. 900 years old. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but that's because his race. Like, if you're a human, you're just a human. You're, you're gonna have the same life. So Jedi's human. are humans, so, like, not some special alien. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying Yoda's a Jedi. Oh, like, that's right. That's I mean, right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's anyone can be a Jedi. It's being basically being a knight. Okay. It's just a matter of like, it's a universe where there's tons of different races of people. Mm-hmm. So like, some of them live longer than others. But I mean, it doesn't mean that. Yeah. Like, there's like. Chewie, like, oh, like uh, Chewie will probably be alive for another, like, thousand years or whatever. I don't know how old he was in the first movie. Yeah, that's um, true. He could have already been, like, halfway. Well, because it... Well they, well, they showed him in... Because uh, they showed him in um, Revenge of the Sith, where, like, Yoda is just, like... Talks about Chewbacca when they're on yep. uh, Kashyyyk. Um, but, yeah. So, like, he's definitely, like, not a young man. But, like, he's definitely not that old. Um, I am really interested to see what happens with Chewbacca. Because, like, one of my favorite things in... Uh, like there was like a little like a comic somebody made, um, that like made the rounds on Facebook after um, Force Awakens. Was there was like basically a moment where like um, I'm not gonna. I mean, you already probably know this, but like it's kind of a spoiler. But like uh, there's the whole moment uh, when Han Solo walks out to meet his son, yeah. um, and the 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 comic was basically like Chewie. No way! Like basically, Chewie looking back on his memories of basically like seeing Ben, he was a little baby, uh-huh. and then like he can't do it, like he can't pull the trigger yeah. um, until like what happens yeah. to Han, and that finally kind of pushes him. But that's the whole thing. I do think that's an interesting idea of like, is Chewie out for revenge, or Ooh, is Chewie like that would be so dope? Chewie, I was saying, but or is Chewie trying to redeem this guy, who basically his niece or his nephew, yeah. like? Who knows? Like that's that's, I'm, that's an important question. I think I'm curious what they're gonna go ahead with on that. Oh, you'll have to update to me, me like, on that's... the Chewy then. And what's a porg? You didn't tell me what a porg was. Oh, I guess they're basically like my brother refers to them as new new Ewoks. Okay. Um, but um, I guess they're just like weird little like um, like bird like mammalian birds that live on the um, planet or island wherever the fuck Luke is on. Okay. Where he's basically hermiting yeah. at the end of uh. He's Yoda. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, essentially. Except for. Yoda was doing it because the Jedi were basically being hunted, yeah. so basically he had to hide. Yeah. Luke like left of his own volition just because it's like the implication was something went horribly wrong in Kylo Ren's training, mm-hmm. and Luke has Scared basically him. like ostracized himself. Oh god, spooky! And he ran. I mean, but it's not even just ran. I mean, he like he is. I don't think it's a matter of fear because I think he like. I think it's almost probably it's probably a shame, honestly, yeah. because I mean that's the whole thing. Well, it's doesn't like, Kylo have it, like this big scar? Did, did 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 he give him that scar? No, that he got the scar in at the end of Force Awakens. Oh, okay, okay. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't tell you who gave it to him. <laughs> it was it was it was the Porg. Yes, it was. Wait, the so porg. the Porgs you only see in Force Awakens at the very end, and you don't see the Force Awakens at all with the Porgs. Oh, the Porgs are a new creation. Oh, They're only on Luke's little planet. Okay, okay, brand new, fresh, hot and popping. Yes. And then last question. The lightsaber thing was a big deal. So during A Force Awakens, Rey has who? She has Luke's, and she takes it back yeah. to him. Well, it technically, it's not even just Luke's. Oh, okay. It was Darth Vader's. It was Anakin's. It was Anakin's, 
And then Anakin yeah. took the red one when he came Darth because Obi Wan took it, and yeah. and she got it from who? It was in a box. It was in a box. So Obi Wan like... somehow, in his infinite knowledge, knew to set this thing aside. Well, no, 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 no. Because if you okay. no, because if you you Empire, oh, you haven't seen Empire Strikes yeah, Back yet. Um, Luke is fighting Darth Vader at the end of Empire Strikes Back, and there's the infamous hand cutting. Yep. And his hand is still attached to that lightsaber. So like oh, okay. it plummeted, and then presumably somebody found it at some point, and it someone made it made its way under the. Okay, so the Luke was on. using it throughout the original trilogy. I did not know that. Okay. No, he was using it in Force in New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, I think it's his hand cut off, and then it's, he has a new one by Return of the Jedi. Okay, then he's got a new one. So she's got it. She's using it. End of the movie, she finds him, and presumably gives it back to him, or he. She like... tries to give it back to him. We'll we'll see what happens there. Oh, but that's yeah. the that's the cliffhanger. Is her handing it out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she, the, the the last shot of the movie is her handing him the lightsaber. Well, he kind of looks kind of. Yeah, didn't he have no words in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, no. Had, he had no lines. Well, I guess well, I guess they originally um, they had written the movie, and I guess they originally like they brought in Luke earlier, and they were just like they had to basically scale his part back and back and back because they were like, as soon as Luke shows up, you kind of stop caring about the other characters. So you're just like, oh fuck, like what's Luke up to? Like what's going yeah. on with Luke? So it's like we can't establish these new characters and have Luke. So they were like, um, that was like, well, that's why you only have basically a glorified cameo at the end of, yeah. uh, of Force Awakens. Otherwise, everyone but would yeah, just be um, like, screw you, Ray, we got questions. But yeah, there's a moment at the end of, uh, or not the end, but like the end of the second act of uh, Force Awakens, when she finds the lightsaber, where basically a bunch of different characters, Yoda, Obi-Wan, blah, 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 are all saying her name. So like, uh. my guess is that she's basically like maybe the, the kind of the new Anakin in a yeah. lot of ways where basically she's like the chosen one yeah but we'll see okay okay last question and we're done how so Han's gone unfortunately Leia's gone <laughs> well no she, she's, she's still in this yeah movie. but they're not recasting her and they're not CGI oh her, yeah so it's yeah. just what what they got is what they're rolling with so they're gonna find some cool way to you know work that out which according to this this website thing I, I read Kylo Ren could be the one to take care of business, so we'll find out. But well, that was kind of implied in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. so he he might just you know like oh I killed one family I'll kill I'll kill them all. Uh, so with that being said, gone gone. All of the old characters that they brought back are you know you have to to build this new story. How long does does Luke make it through the whole movie, Patrick? Hot to hot take. Does Luke Skywalker make it through the entirety of Last Jedi? Yes. Does he make it through all of whatever the next chapter is? Who knows? Yeah. But I, he'll definitely make it through last year. Okay. And do you know that because he was signed on for three movies? <laughs> or, well, or is... well, no. Okay. But okay. Just by virtue of the fact that, like, um, I don't think that you're going to bring him in. Especially because at that point, you're out of legacy characters. Cause, like, well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if, that's a bummer, but if that you might ditch be Han, you ditch Leia, and then you ditch Luke. Like, I mean, like. Billy D's not coming back? I don't think so. Damn. Well, and you've got um, Chewbacca. Um,. But it's called the Last Jedi, and there's a ton we'll of see. Jedi's. How can we'll see? But yeah, you don't. But you don't know who the Last Jedi is. Oh. Like, is Rey the Last Jedi? Is like Kylo Ren might be the Last Jedi. Wah, wah, wah. And this isn't a. I don't think he is though. I think Rey. And it's not a we'll trilogy, see. right? Isn't it four movies that they planned? No, it's three. They, they're going to keep doing it in threes. Oh. But like, I, I guarantee they're going to do another three after this. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I know that the. Uh, so you have seven, eight, nine, and ten. I know ten's already been announced. No. Yeah. No, they're not. No, they have not. Uh, it's seven, eight, nine, 
they're doing the solo movie and then they're also talking about doing other solo like not Han Solo movies but yeah, like yeah, yeah. other like yeah but no like they're, they're gonna do 10, 11, 12 I guarantee it yeah. but they haven't announced it yet oh. they said that Ryan Johnson's doing his own trilogy they didn't say they were 10, 11, and 12 how do you call it I guess I, I, wait what was 7 called again sorry Return no what was that Force Awakens Force Awakens so that's pretty obviously implied what that title is Last Jedi, but there's so many. Je- I don't know. You're gonna have to film. There isn't that many Jedi though. Like there's like at this point there's Luke. Like oh. I mean, Ray is learning, oh. and I mean uh, Kylo's learning. But but Kylo is technically not a Jedi. He's a Sith. Oh, that's right. They're different. Yeah. Oh. I thought. Wait. I mean, he said. Well, he's not a Sith yet. Like he. Yeah. That's the thing that actually J.J. Abrams point out. So I will. I'll, I'll add that caveat. Was somebody was just like he is not a Sith Lord. Yeah. He is. Technically, right now, nothing. He's not a Jedi or a Sith Lord. He's just a guy with Force powers. So, so yeah, Where he Finn goes, has we'll Force see. powers, right? Well, Finn, no. I thought like, he... Ray has Force powers. Yeah, didn't Finn use a lightsaber? Yeah, so that doesn't mean you, you don't have to... Fucking, uh, at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, uh, Han uses a lightsaber to open up a Tauntaun. Oh, like, I thought the lightsaber only turned on if you had the Force. No, uh, everybody has the Force. It's just a matter of, like, if... The lightsaber is just a weapon. It's just that most people that aren't Jedi don't uh, use them. I thought it was specific. Could... Okay, so that's what I had twisted. Okay, so in theory, the end of this movie, Ray dies, and Luke Skywalker is the last Jedi for the final trilogy. I don't. Think Are you excited by think... that or bummed out? I don't think that like. I, and also, there also you could also make the argument that maybe Luke gave up being a Jedi. Oh. Like maybe he just maybe he renounced it. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I won't know until I see the movie. Because there is talk of him being bad guy, not a bad guy, but um. Like, in the dark color robes and all that, the people putting Photoshop shit on the internet going, like, could this be the time when he gets... Because I haven't seen any of the trailers. Could this be the time when Luke goes goes dirty? I don't think so. I mean, that would be, like, the biggest fuck you to Star Wars ever if you take Luke Skywalker and make him a bad guy, but I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Well, I'll get around to watching him. I keep saying that for the past, like, ten years, but I'll get, I'll get around to watching him. I'll learn. Just not anytime soon. Oh, I thought you were going to... You, you did the, like, I'm going to say something to you right here, but then you didn't say anything, so I, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on our way out? No, I'm good. All right. I, it kind of, I, I kind of divested myself just now. Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, then, this has been a super fuck you to the government episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thank you for paying for the service to allow you to listen to this. Mm-hmm.